In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. What's up, guys? We are back down here. We're in Douglas, Arizona. This is where, as the invasion continues in places like Yuma and Del Rio and Eagle Pass, we continue to see it's places like this, it's Mexico there, that are getting hit. Uh, they've already had multiple crews come over. This is where we showed you the footage of the ladder crews. And basically, it's just cartel on the Mexico side, just moving back and forth at will, sending groups over. They already had multiple groups come over tonight, and we're anticipating more. It's, uh, we're heading into shift change right now, so more than likely we're going to have some more action here. So do me a favor, share this video, tag Joe Biden, border invasion, invasion. Every single governor in the state needs to declare this invasion and take this country back. We need to secure our borders state by state, every single state, whether that's here in uh, Arizona or in Texas or Florida. Not a single illegal alien should be allowed in because Joe Biden's not doing it. In fact, the worst part about what we just learned watching watching to see the vehicles come through so uh, the worst part that we just learned that Joe Biden is basically creating fiat amnesty for these guys it's de facto amnesty they've told the ICE prosecutors to use their discretion to dismiss cases and what they're doing now it's basically they're they're saying use your discretion but only if it's to dismiss cases they've already dismissed almost a hundred thousand uh, which means for all these lookouts going by for the average person that means those people are now able to stay in america indefinitely they're able to request a green card and within five years they're able to become a citizen and vote or vote before that if they're in a leftist area where they can commit voter fraud like we see in california so that's what's happening right now joe biden is creating amnesty uh, potentially by the time he's out of office he could have added a million new illegal alien voters a million new illegal alien Voters from the illegal and illegitimate Biden regime. Ladies and gentlemen, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And it is a pleasure to be here with you. And we made it. It is Friday. It is July 15th. Thank you very, very, very much for tuning in 
It's a live from America tonight, whether it's on uh, Real America's Voice News, whether it's through podcasts, iHeartRadio, whether it's on LFA TV or anywhere else. It is an honor to have you here. But what, uh, what, jo- what uh, Ben just basically exposed is that you wanted to know why Joe Biden was basically firing and getting rid of all um, immigration judges that Trump appointed. It was so that he could put globalist puppets who were very, very pro-open border, pro, uh, you know, new world order, no borders whatsoever, everything open, and even get it from, like, even go even further and go all the way down to the prosecutors and tell them to use their discretion so they don't have to backlog the court systems so there's no record of it. This is the stuff that we need to expose. Now, I know, I know everybody doesn't want to go into the weekend with bad news, but again, one thing that you need to know is that if it wasn't for places like Real America's Voice News and, and, and shows like this and, and many, many others, the Charlie Kirk Show, the Steve Bannon Show, if it wasn't for these uh, outlets, you wouldn't know about it at all. So at least thank the almighty God that you get the information. That's why they want to control every source of media, every source of social media, so that you don't get this information. So you should praise God right now for the fact that you're able to watch and hear somebody who's giving you this information freely. Well, maybe not free. I don't know what, I don't know what you uh, have for a TV provider, but you understand what I'm saying. The more we educate the public, the better. That is why they try to keep us stupid. That is why they try to keep us ignorant. That is why they keep us so far away from what's really going on. And let's break that narrative and let's show them that we don't need them to know what's going on. We'll go find out the truth ourselves. Amen. Now, I am going to say viewer discretion is advised on this next video from Ben Berkwam. Now, you want to know the seriousness of what's going on there? They say that Republicans don't have a heart. The Republicans don't care about what's going on. We care about the children that are being sex trafficked. We care about all the humans that are being trafficked for slavery. The, wor- the United States of America is now the number one country in the world for slavery again and sex trafficking, and ladies and gentlemen, you have to worry about all the people on this treacherous journey to try to flee their countries to come to America and what's happening to them. I'm going to say again, viewer discretion is advised. Now, there is blurred out images so you don't see some of the real raw images, but I'm talking about the people that are dying every day by the hundreds at the border, and thank God for Ben being able to get this kind of information out as well. Again, viewer discretion is advised. <clears throat> Here we go. So they're being they're being pushed to their limits. We're seeing larger larger groups crossing uh, every day, whereas before we were seeing smaller groups crossing uh, constantly, 24/7. Now we're seeing every two to three hours groups of several hundred crossing, and it's uh, putting more of a strain, you know, on the border patrol and the national guard and everyone down here. Uh, the sheer numbers that border patrol is processing every day or, or within the thousands, you know, daily. We've been seeing the number of deceased have been uh, rising dramatically. Uh, before we were getting averaging about one one a day and in about the past, say, three to four weeks, we've been averaging anywhere between uh, three to seven to about 10 deceased a day. Uh, we're seeing more people uh, succumbing to the heat and we hear our radio, uh, radio traffic constantly just a little while ago there was another deceased reported the numbers of people that are crossing right now in, in this weather uh, it's very dangerous our local funeral homes are getting filled up with deceased unfortunately ladies and gentlemen uh, <clears throat> sorry for the images but that's real news you want real news you want honest views then it comes with a price, and that is seeing what you just saw. And the world, the country needs to know this is happening to people. You talk about protecting people. You talk about protecting the right to, for people. You, talked about, you talk about, you know, equity and equality. Well, what is that? What is that that you just saw? You saw people not, not being, no person should have to die like that. But what are you going to do when you're, when you're told you can come into the United States freely and openly and you, and, and you have a chance to, free, to, uh, to flee communism? Of course you're going to run to that. And this is the kind of stuff that happens. Shame on you, Joe Biden. 
Shame on you, leftist Democrats, because this is Democrat policy, and these are Democrat images, and this is Democrat real life that we need to show the general public. Why? Because we need to, all the United States of America to be united, united again. And if we have to be united behind the truth, whether it hurts or heals, then we will behind, we will unite behind the truth, whether it hurts or heals. Amen? Shame on you, Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord on this Friday, July 15th, year of our Lord, 2022. When you're actually aware of your insufficiency, rejoice. Just like you should rejoice when you see and hear the truth. You have been saved by grace through faith. You are exceedingly blessed because the kingdom of heaven is yours. From Matthew 5, 3 in the NKJV, New King James Version. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Those poor souls that are dying on the border because Joe Biden is saying, hey, why don't you make that treacherous journey and come here so you can vote for us? Ephesians 2, 8. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not for yourselves. It is a gift from God, a free gift. And before you turn out the light, forgo feeling sorry for yourself and instead say, I am blessed, I am thankful, and on my way to glory. You are blessed, you are thankful, you won the lottery, you were born in these great United States of America, you're watching a show that is called Live from America, and you are the resistance between anarchy, totalitarianism, dictatorship, and what our founding fathers built and wanted us to preserve. They handed it off to us, like we said in the morning show this morning, the difference between a democracy and a constitutional republic. Sir, what have you done? What have you given us? A republic if you can keep it. A republic if you can keep it. Very, very strong words. Very strong words. By founding fathers who understood what we would have to do generation by generation to keep this country the way that they intended it to be. And that is by knowing the truth. Folks, let's go to the Lord as one LFARAV combined united family and say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. We don't know what God's plans are. We don't know what God's timing is, but we do know what God's promises are and God's promises is what we walk by and live by every day, and you can't beat God. Ladies and gentlemen, share the video if you're watching on social media. If you're watching on RAV, I thank you, and I'd ask you to stay tuned. We will be back with more LFA right after this. Yeah, folks, that's, those, are, those are disturbing images, right? Those are very, very disturbing images. Let me go over to Getter real quick. Uh, because we need to say hello to our Getter family over there. We've got about uh, 700 people, it looks like we're watching over there. Thank you very much, Getter family. We've got about 23, 2,400 people watching here on Rumble. So that's a total of about 3,000. Of course, we've got our Roku and Firestick family. That's probably another, another 500 to 1,000 people. So I want to say thank you. Happy Friday. And God bless you all, each and every one of you, for being here. Betty Atkins. Thank you so very much for your donation. Janelle Mitten, thank you very much for your donation. We got a lot of mail today, so I want to get through and say thank you to these great, wonderful patriots for what they do for this show. I want to say thank you very much to Michael Becca for the letter and the donation. Rebecca Rowe, thank you for the card and the donation. Patricia Ann Granger, the note that says, keep up the good work. Thank you very much, and your donation. Kenneth and Patricia Endorf, God bless you, and thank you for your dono donation. 
Renee Susi for the thank you card and the news clip, uh, newspaper clipping about the border uh, border wall. Thank you very much. I'd, al- I'd also like to jump in here to the people who donate online. Um, we had a very big donor, folks, um, <clears throat> by the name of Brenda, Brenda Bounds. Now, uh, $5, $10, $100, they're all amazing donations, and those are the donations that keep us in business. It's the people that come along once in a while and do the 500 and the 1,000 that allows us to really, really jump leaps and bounds and, and, and accomplish things a lot faster, under budget and ahead of time, like Trump and Brenda Rounds, uh, Bounds. I'd like to thank, say thank you. Gary Ingram, God bless you, and thank you very much. Michelle Aguilard, Christina Mosier, John Raish, uh, Raish Jeremy Mayer, uh, Julie Brunswick, Jennifer Maroon, thank you so very much. Uh, Jeremy says, thank you for the phone call. I said I'd become a monthly donor. You said it's not why I called. And that's a great thing that, uh, that, that, to say is he, he's, he, he, uh, he, he, he loves this show so very much, and a phone call to him meant more than anything in the world. And that's why I love calling you guys. Uh, Gina Harris, Johanna Drail, Sylvia Lebrano, and Vicki Wood, Woodcock, thank you so very much for your guys' love and, and, and appreciation for the show and being able to donate. Now, there's a lot of you out there who are monthly donors, and uh, um, and I don't say your name sometimes, and I'm very sorry. I do, I do try to get as many as I can when I can. Uh, but just know as well, folks, well, you know what? We'll save this for the uh, when we come back from this commercial break. Let's do that first, and then I want to tell you something that we did today from the, uh, from the Slurp Fund, okay? Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America here on RAV, folks. LFA TV is in the building, and so is the entire Live from America family. Uh, As you know, if you watch the show, we have a thing called the Slurp Fund here. Slurp because I slurp my coffee like a very unmannered uh, child. And uh, uh, it's like the Slush Fund. And Patriot Donnie, thank you so very much, just donated $200. And the reason why I'm talking about this right now is because we uh, released $1,000 dollars from our slurp fund today which is about 50 percent half of what we usually keep in there uh for andy kaufman to get dentures andy has been a a viewer of the show for a long time he has been trying very 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 hard uh to 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 get some help and he's been very very uh loyal and persistent and uh, we were going to send him 500 but i said you know what what's that going to do he needs dentures he needs to smile he needs to eat so we sent uh we sent andy kaufman one thousand dollars so if anybody wants to help out and replenish the slurp fund we would be very grateful for that having said that lift your uh, your cups up and let's have our first slurp of the evening it's all boats rise here on Live from America, folks, and we're going to take this country back and unite together, and that means helping each other out when we can. Here we go. First and foremost section of this evening here on Friday, July 15th. Is Bill Gates the most dangerous man in the world? Some would say so. Some would say Bill Gates' plans and what he does, his actions speaking a lot louder than words, are very, 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 very dangerous actions if you're looking, re- reading between the lines and seeing the forest for the trees. Now, there are other very dangerous men out there, don't get me wrong. We all know that the, um, the 480-year-old George Soros might be the most, if not the top five dangerous men in the world. We also know that Klaus Schwab is in the top three of the most dangerous men in the world. Don't uh, be mistaken. And don't get it twisted to not think that Barack Hussein Obama is also one of the most dangerous men in the world. But Bill Gates, ladies and gentlemen, his actions, what he's doing for this or what he's doing for himself and against this country by buying up the farmland. He is now the number one, the largest farmland owner in the United States of America. And he's doing all of this while pushing vaccines, while investing in mRNA technology, and while investing in his own breast milk, in his own food, in his own synthetic meat, in his own 3D printed food, so that he can what? Rule the world. And the worst thing about scumbags like Bill Gates is he does it all while making the general public, not you and I, because we are immune to this kind of stuff, but he does this all with the help of fake news mainstream media, making you love him for what he's doing. And what am I talking about? Well, Bill Gates made news today, and not for everything that I just mentioned. No, Bill Gates made news today because he vows to remove himself from the billionaire's list by donating $20 billion to his own 
foundation? Well, 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 well. Bill Gates, the dorkiest dork of all dorks of all time, the co-founder of Microsoft and the most dangerous uh, philanthropist, we'll use that word lightly, in the world, announced on, uh, actually it was yesterday, that he will remove himself from the list of world's wealthiest people by donating virtually all of his wealth to the Gates Foundation. In layman's terms, ladies and gentlemen, for everybody out there watching that goes to work every day and lives paycheck to paycheck, it means he's donating $20 billion to himself. He works these foundations the same way the Clinton Foundation works theirs, their magic and the, and the Barack Hussein Obama Foundation works their magic. Now, in 2010, Bill Gates promised something like this. He promised to donate all of his wealth. But since then, his fortune has more than doubled, according to reports. In a long Twitter thread, Bill Gates detailed his thoughts on a variety of topics, including pandemic prevention, which he is not an, uh, which he is not a, uh, an expert in, gender equality, which he is not an expert in, although he does remind me of, uh, of not, of the opposite of toxic masculinity, and women's health, even though he could not describe what a woman is, at least on camera, for fear of, co- of uh, cancel culture and climate change. Several huge global setbacks over the past few years have left many people discouraged and wondering whether the world is destined to get worse, Gates wrote on Twitter. The pandemic is one of the biggest setbacks in our history. By the way, everything that I'm reading you in quotes is gaslighting. This is what you call gaslighting, all right? And we're going to talk a lot about gaslighting today. The war on Ukraine is a gigantic tragedy for the entire world. No, it's not. No, it's not. We just saw numb nuts Chris Cuomo cosplaying over there, and it looked like he was on vacation compared to what Ben Berkman was just involved in in the video that we showed in the, showed in the cold open. I was more afraid for Ben Berkman and cars driving by, not knowing if it was going to be a cartel member popping him in the head than I was for Chris Cuomo over in Ukraine on a beautiful sunny day talking about wheat. Gates said that he is still hopeful that these setbacks will be mitigated and we can get back to the progress the world was making. Yeah, we're not interested in your progress or your progressive ways. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, by 2026, Gates att- intends to raise the amount spent on his foundation from $6 billion to $9 billion each year. So that means not only is he going to give himself $20 billion to control the food and control the climate and control everything else that you depend on in the world, but he's going to do it under the guise of, look at everybody, I am donating money. I am a good man. Look at me. I'm donating money. I'm a good person. Everybody, yay. Clap for me. I am Bill Gates. We need to inform the public on exactly what's going on and the raw reality and the raw truth of everything that I just said. Let's just let's just bring it all home real quick is this man is going to control everything that you eat unless you grow your own food. This man is going to control everything that you consume unless you get it locally. So like I've said many, many times, back to basics, ladies and gentlemen. Stop relying on the government. Stop relying on these billionaires to tell you what you should and shouldn't need in such a robotic way. Look at me, love me, and start declaring your independence from this federal government so we can stop giving them the power and stop sucking off the teat of something that doesn't even matter and isn't even real if it's synthetic. So is Bill Gates the most dangerous man in the world? I'll let you decide, but let's put him up there in the top three, shall we? They want to control the energy, climate change, right? Moving from fossil fuels, they want to control the food, right? Everything you eat, and they want to control the water. Watch the water, and I'm saying that in a very different, uh, in a, from a, di- a very different perspective than uh, than Stu Peters' Watch the Water do- documentary, which you should definitely watch. If you are watching on social media, please do me the favor and share the video. We got another story before this next segment. The CDC. Well, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, raise your hand in the comment section or say, "Oh, oh, it's happening in my town." If you have stores closing hours before they're supposed to or stores that have closed on days where they're normally open because they can't find enough employees to work in their facilities. If this is happening to you, let me know in the comment section and share the video because this is happening to me. This is happening in every town around me. As a matter of fact, a couple of the 24-hour gas stations are not only not open 24 hours anymore, but they've literally closed in the daytime on other days because they cannot find enough people to work for them. That is a Biden economy. That is what's happening in the Biden United States of America. Nobody works. Everybody begs. Nobody has any money. Everybody's living paycheck to paycheck. They will give you the money and they will give you the food. Rely on them and everything will be okay. No, 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 no. Declare your independence. But 
But, ladies and gentlemen, it is not just happening in the private sector. It's also happening in government agencies as well. But the one that really caught my eye was the CDC and the NIH. Because the CDC and the NIH are experiencing people leaving in droves. And when I say leaving in droves, I'm not talking about two people here, two people there. I'm talking about almost an unsustainable amount of people leaving the workplace in the CDC and the NIH. And now they're claiming it's due to low morale and political pressure uh, as far as the people leaving. I think it's something deeper than that. I think they're running down the same road that those 33 incoming Democrats are running down. I think they're running down that same road that the rhinos are running down. They know what's coming. You hear more and more reporters talking about if Trump comes back, if Trump comes back, if Trump runs in 2024, more and more Democrats are desperately, desperately trying to stop the reporters from talking about it. You can smell it coming off their breath. They're scared. The, the, uh, the fear is set in. And I think this might be more indicative of people afraid to be around when the ultra MAGA king Papa, Papa Trump comes home. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the NIH, which Tony uh, Fauci has been in control of for so long, are struggling with a shortage of staff members due to what they're saying low morale and political pressure. According to the Daily Mail, anyway, the CDC and the NIH are both suffering staff shortages, according to Dr. Marty Macri, a top public health expert. As John Hopkins University writes at uh, Common Sense, the Substack run for the former New York Times columnist Barbara, or excuse me, Barry Weiss. Health experts are concerned about the direction that the federal agencies are taking. Quote, decisions like the closure of schools and then requiring face masks once they reopened led to many questioning leadership. Lately, the authorization of the COVID-19 vaccines for children four years old or younger has confused some in America's top medical agencies and the people that work there that are in disagreement are leaving because they don't want to be a part of it. And I believe half of them are afraid of what's coming down the pipeline. The staff described this decision as bad science. So when you are having staff members and health quote experts, you know, the ones that were wrong for so long, telling you that it's bad science and bad decision-making on the CDC and the NIH to do what they're doing, and you found out today, as we talked about in the morning show, that, the, uh, that LA is about ready to impose mask mandates indoor again, indoors again, folks. I think you're starting to see it all come down the pipeline, right? Hindsight is 2020, and we're starting to realize why judges are stopping the vaccination for all these kids across the, uh, across the world. Folks, what we are doing is we are educating the public, so that they can make the best informed decisions for themselves. And what this federal government, in all of its illegitimate totalitarian ways, hates the most is an informed public. And that is our job here on Live from America. So it's not always going to be puppies, kittens and rainbows, sunshines and winds. We're going, to, we're going to talk about the things that we need to battle and overcome. And that's why you see some of these stories here. You can't win if you don't know what's going on. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take another commercial break. And when we come back, Chris Rose from the great state of West Virginia running for Senate. All right, social media audience, let me just take this time. If you'll give me a few seconds to make sure I've got all my uh, ducks in a row here with Mr. Chris Rose. Uh, Chris, I can see you. Can you see me, sir? Uh, you're muted right now. Okay, how about now? Can you hear us now, Jeremy? Now I can hear you. How you doing, my friend? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. I'm just trying to uh, just trying to do a couple things here on my end. So if you just give me a second, I just wanted to make sure that we could hear and see each other. Um, but uh, the audience can hear you right now. You want to just let them know who you are and what you're running for. Yes, I will. I'm Chris Rose. I'm a fourth generation coal miner, and I'm running to be your next United States Senator from West Virginia. There we go. That's a perfect introduction right there. All right. We'll come back from this commercial break, and then we'll get right to it, sir. Okay? Sound good? All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. West Virginians, stand up. Here we go. <clears throat> And welcome back to Live from America here on RAV TV. This is LFA TV, where you do get real news and honest views, and you do have literally the best audience in TV. 
TV today. Why? Because we're not an audience. We're a family. Like Dom on the Fast and Furious. We're a family. We're a family here on LFA. Anyway, we've got a guest tonight running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of West Virginia. And, of course, West Virginia has been in the news a lot lately with uh, Joe Manchin standing up to his party, which, you know what, for all intents and purposes, we've applauded the guy many times in the last year for saving America, him along with uh, Kirsten uh, uh, Cinema over there in Arizona. Sorry, I had a brain fart real quick. But uh, what we need to do is we need to get more Republicans, more ultra-MAGA Republicans running in the state of West Virginia, so we don't have to rely on people like Joe Manchin. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, this is Chris Rose from the great state of West Virginia running for U.S. Senate in that great state. How you doing, Chris? Thank you. Welcome to Live from America. I'm doing well, Jeremy. Thank you for having us on. It's good to be here. So uh, you just said during the commercial break when you were when we, you and I were talking that you're a fourth generation coal miner there in West Virginia. Talk to us a little bit about that because that's a that's a those are hard jobs. Those are hard jobs. Yes, sir. It is. It's it takes a special breed to go underground and mine the coal that powers this nation's electricity. I'm a fourth generation coal miner who worked 11 years underground, and I had to leave that job due to Obama and Biden's war on coal. And I now work as an electrician for the power company in my region. And um, I am a blue-collar conservative. I am a political outsider, first-time candidate. I'm a MAGA, America First candidate. And we're running, uh, the election's not until 2024, but we're running now as a grassroots campaign to get the word out and spread our message to take this country back. Well, that's what you're doing. You're being proactive rather than reactive. And that and you hear, I know you watch the show. I've seen you in the comment section. That's why I invited you on. Every night you're there and you're, and you're strong about it. And you're, and you're right at the tip of the spear. And that's the kind of people that we want running. Now, you said you're ultra MAGA uh, conservative uh, candidate. So, you know, I got to ask you the vetting question. And I know you've seen this show, so you know it's coming. Do you believe that Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States of America, sir? Absolutely not. Anyone with half a brain can see what the steal happened and occurred on 2020. The election was stolen. 2,000 mules proves it. The uh, Dominion voting machine stuff that Mike Lindell is doing proves it. And we have another documentary coming out next month, The Selection Code with Laura Logan, which is going to end the question forever that the election was stolen and we need election integrity laws now. We need to decertify the 2020 election and pass election integrity laws now to prevent this from ever happening again so we can restore our republic. So I imagine with you, with with those uh, with those opinions, those very strong ultra MAGA uh, opinions, that you do not have, and probably will not have the support of the GOP in West Virginia. Or am I wrong? How's that been working out? Have you spoken with any of them? I know it's early, but how's that how's that working out for you in West Virginia? Well, I can tell you this: I have had a few of them talk to me, but most of them are not interested in political outsiders. They would rather see somebody from congressional you know, seats or somebody from the state legislature run for this. They are kind of, I guess, taken aback that somebody from the working class is running up to run for this seat. But we're not allowing that to deter us because it's not them that matters. It's the vote of the West Virginia people and help turn this nation around for all Americans. That's truly what matters, not the opinion of a political establishment. And, uh, and, and, and I, I do got to talk to you. I know it's your campaign and I know you're here to talk about your campaign, but I don't think you're going to get, I don't think you're going to get away from it because you are in West Virginia and Joe Manchin seems to be saving America. Is that just indicative of how West Virginians are built? And he's got his two, does he, does he really, in your opinion, you're running for Senate there. In your opinion, does Joe Manchin have his finger on the pulse of America as a Democrat? Does he understand what West Virginians are really going through? Is that why he's standing up for America? Or do you guys in West Virginia think there's ulterior nefarious motives behind Joe Manchin? There's absolutely ulterior motives in play here. Joe Manchin is in the political fight for his career. The Democrats have went too far to the left of him, and the Republicans are too far to the right of him, and he is struggling to survive in Washington. And Joe Manchin is a dangerous person to leave there, and I'll tell you why. Because if you look at his voting record in the last year, yeah, you would think that he is standing up and trying to save America. But if you look at his entire rec- voting record as in a whole, yeah. U.S. Senate, yeah, it is a terrible. I mean, I think the ACU scores him 27 out of 100. I mean, that is not, that is a solid F. I mean, that is total failing. And you don't know which Joe Manchin you're going to get from day to day. You don't know if you're going to get the West Virginia Democrat or if you're going to get Washington Joe. And I think that's a very dangerous person to leave as the deciding vote in the U.S. Senate. I mean, if this election 
in 22, if the U.S. Senate doesn't change very much and he's the deciding vote, is the American people want the fate, their fate to lie in the hands of Joe Manchin? Or do you want an America first conservative and you know where I'll stand on the Constitution and I won't give an inch and I won't let them take it? Well, that's, that's, that's what I was hoping to bring this whole conversation back to. It's like, look, I, I, I'll applaud anybody who, who does anything to save America on the big issues, right? But I know, uh, and I'll say, hey, thank you, and I'd even shake his hand on it. But I know, like you said, look at the big picture, look at the big issues, look at everything he's voted on, and you're right. Would you, would you as an American or as a West Virginian, I should say, would you want to put, if, when, the, when the chips are really on the table, would you like to put your faith in Joe Manchin to hopefully save the country? Or would you like to put your faith in an American, a, a pro, make America great again, America first, ultra MAGA candidate who understands that Joey Applesauce is an illegitimate illegal president way out of his league, not knowing which way is up. And I, I personally would want to put my faith in, in the latter. Um, so what are your biggest challenges, Chris, uh, moving forward? Uh, I, know you're getting, I know you're getting out uh, early and you're talking about this now, but what do you think your biggest challenges are outside of money? We know that's going to be the case. Every outsider, if your name is not Trump or you're not some billionaire, um, every outsider is going to have the money problem. Like, we get that. Outside of that, though, uh, because we're, we're going to do anything we can to help you raise some funds, what are your biggest hurdles? What do you think you really got to uh, show up at, show up and show out at? Oh, absolutely. Our biggest challenge is as a person who does not have brand recognition because I've never ran before is getting the message out to all 55 counties, getting volunteers and boots on the ground and myself included and get the message out to every Republican, every independent, every swing what we can to get us through the primary into the general election, reach out to the blue collar Democrats who have been left behind by the radical left, bring them into the tent. And let's get Joe Manchin out there and put a constitutional conservative in this seat to save West Virginia and save America. So, so let me ask you this. The blue, l- let's talk about the blue dog Democrats, right? Let's talk about these Democrats that were left behind that are stuck in the middle because that's been a strategy of mine for a long time to try to get them. If you don't get that, look, if you get the independence, you might win. If you get the independence, you might win. If you get 25% of the blue dog Democrats, you definitely win, Right. So you got to focus where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. You already know uh, if somebody says, do you believe that the election was stolen? And you say, no, you're going to get their vote. And you got so many people running away from rhinos. I think that's the easy message. The hard message is getting those Democrats that are like, where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? So how are you going to reach out to them, Chris? What, what kind of rhetoric are you going to use? Obviously being truthful and being from the heart and passionate. How are you going to get them in there? What are you gonna, how are you going to, how are you going to get them to come over on this side of the fence? Well, as a blue-collar conservative who still holds a full-time job myself, I can directly relate to what they're going through. I feel the record fuel prices. I feel the rapidly rising inflation. It hurts my monthly budget as well. And how I can relate to them is this. I can tell them that Joe Manchin has not done very much the next to little to save our coal industry in this state. I mean, even with West Virginia versus EPA, it hasn't come rolling back yet. It's not going to with the Joe Manchin who campaigns on coal and goes to Washington and sells us out our fuel prices at the pump are not going to go down with a guy in Joe Manchin who is the chair of the Energy and Natural Resource Committee, and he is more worried about taking our gun rights away with red flag laws than he is getting American energy unleashed again to get our oil prices down. He is almost as guilty as Joe Biden, who's going over middle seas and begging at the feet of other nations' leaders instead of unleashing American energy. And another thing I can go after is Joe Manchin with the whole cap and trade. You know, he came out there toting his rifle, toting his gun, saying he was going to protect our gun rights and take dead aim at bad bills in Washington and protect our coal industry. And instead, he's taking dead aim at our constitutional rights. Well, see, then that's what you got to do right there because there are a a lot of blue dog Democrats love the Second Amendment. I know plenty of them. I know plenty of them. And my tactic and my my strategy here, it's, it's not a secret to get those voters. It's how have things been going? It's that simple. How have, the, how have you voted the last 10 years? Oh, I voted Democrat. Cool. Great. Good to know. Now ask, uh, get 1 to 10, how have things been going? 1 to 10. 1 being the worst, 10 being the best. How do you feel things have been going for your household and your life? A lot of them are telling me 4. Some are telling me 5. Is that good enough for you? I tell them, is 40% good enough for you? Is 50% good enough for you? Would you pass kindergarten with 50%? No, you wouldn't. It's not good enough for you. So get your feelings out of it 
and put your money where your mouth is and let's start changing this nation together. Let's start changing around us together. And that's a perfect strategy, man, is point out how has it worked out for you? The pr- I don't have to tell you about it. The proof is right there in your own household. And then, of course, showing the hypocrisy of, of Joe right there, uh, touting one thing and then, and then voting something else in D.C. Uh, I'll give you 30 seconds, Chris. Uh, how can people help you? Where can they go? Where can they follow you? And where can they get behind your grassroots movement? Because there's a lot of West Virginians here. All right. For everyone who wants to follow Chris Rose, West Virginia's blue-collar conservative, you can go to our website at chrisrosewb.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Truth, Twitter, and Getter at Chris Rose West Virginia or Chris Rose WB. And we look forward to reaching out with each and every one of you, maybe getting some of you on our grassroots campaign to help spread our message. And God bless each and every one of you. And God bless you, Jeremy, for having us on. Hey, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I, I enjoy seeing you in the chat at nights on on, uh, on Getter and stuff like that. Uh, Godspeed, sir. Uh, we'll be in touch. We'll try to help you out. And, uh, and good luck with everything, all right? All right, sounds good. Thank Thank you you very much. And see, folks, here's the thing. Um, One thing you're going to see on this TV program is you're going to see us bring on a lot of people who don't have these, you know, a lot of people go, well, what about these larger name people? Well, what about these larger name people? I'm looking for grassroots Americans. I'm looking for people that are grilling out, uh, they're grilling out in their backyard this uh, this weekend and, and, and have children and have families and care about this country. I'm looking for people who are going to go knock on doors and say, hi, my name is so-and-so, shake their hand firmly, which the, the left would call toxic masculinity these days and say, this is what I'd like to do uh, for our community. What are your biggest problems? And those are everyday, every, everyday average Americans like Chris Rose. That's who we're looking for. Real news, honest views, real people, and the real voices of America. It doesn't get any better than that. Stop looking for the big names. Stop looking for the big names. We got this. We'll be right back right after this. All right, folks. Yeah, that was a great interview with Chris, and I'm glad to have him on. You know, the great thing about that is, is, uh, is uh, he didn't reach out to me to come on the show. He didn't. He didn't. He's out there busting his butt just like we all are trying to save the country. And I caught him watching the Getter chat at night on the 10 o'clock show. And I, I, I kept seeing him in there, and I'd see that he'd shared stuff of, of mine, and I, and I saw that he was um, running for U.S. Senate. And then I saw that he was running for Senate in West Virginia. And I reached out to him and I said, hey, get a hold of my producer. Let's get you on. Let's get your name out there, man. And I, I went to his website, seen everything he did, scrolled through his social media. The guy's on point. He's right there with us. Plus, he's a fourth generation coal miner. Like, that's like saying you're a fourth generation railroad worker or you're a fourth generation uh, service man, uh, man or, or woman, military, office, uh, military uh, man or woman. So to me, I, I have a lot of respect for people who bust their butt and come from families who work hard like that. Uh, when will we have Tim on? We've Hey. We were reaching out to Tim left and right. We're reaching out to Tim left and right. He was supposed to come on. It didn't work out because he, he couldn't get on. He couldn't, he couldn't get in through the link for some reason. And we've been reaching out to him ever since to get him on and, 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 and just haven't been able to yet. But we will have him on on God's timing. I can, I can promise you that. Jeremy, please make an armor of God leather thong for Ukraine, says Corn Bob. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what? The government would like to use my money to do it. I'll bet you that. Hope you all liked him as much as some of the rest of us did before he came on. Barb. Oh, so you knew who he was, Barb. Oh, that's great. That's great. I hope he sings for her bargain queen. Well, who, what do you mean? Whose birthday is it? Is it, is it somebody's birthday? Nancy. Nancy is 92 today. 92. Does Nancy watch the show? Oh, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nancy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Nancy. 92 years old. Are you kidding me? Man, you are blessed. You are blessed by God. I can only hope to make it that old and, uh, and, 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 and experience all of that life through these wonderful eyes that God gives us. God bless you, Nancy. Wow, 92 years old. That gives me hope. That gives me hope. Um, 
Look at all everybody saying happy birthday. I love it. Let's go over to Getters. Anybody over there saying happy birthday? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. A couple thousand people watching over there on Getter. I love you all so much. I love you all. Let's come back from this uh, break and get back to the show. And welcome back to Live from America, folks. We just got done singing happy birthday to 92-year-old Nancy. Nancy, now I know you're not supposed to say a woman's age, but at some point when it gets above a number like that, it is utmost respect. Big shout out to 92-year-old Nancy, blessed by God being on this earth so long, gathering all that wisdom, passing it on to the youngsters. I love that, and what a great story. So please join me in wishing Nancy a happy 92nd birthday. Now, we are. This is not planned. I swear this is not planned. But we're going from a good Nancy to a bad Nancy, and that's Stretch Face Armstrong Nancy Pelosi. I am so sorry, Nancy, but this was the next story, and I didn't know it was your birthday until the commercial break, so I apologize. No comparison whatsoever to respected and wonderful 92-year-old Nancy, whose birthday was today, and Stretch Face Punch Drunk Armstrong Nancy Pelosi, who isn't worth the, well, well, whatever. She's maybe got one of God's children, too, so I better not. Anyway, Nancy Pelosi is the queen of gaslighting, folks. The queen of gaslighting. She's also the queen of uh, mix uh, of word salads. She doesn't know what she's saying. It's not her fault, though. You shouldn't take. You shouldn't hold her to task. It's not her fault that she didn't swallow all of the vodka. I mean, her face is pulled back so tight, it looks like somebody put their foot in the back of her head, grabbed each side of her, uh, of, her of her mouth, and just pulled back as hard as they could for years. Until it stayed the way it is right now. So it's not her fault that, she, that the v- vodka drips off of the front of her lips, soaks down onto her nice white outfit. No, it's not her fault, okay? Stop being mean to her, you guys. But anyway, the queen of gaslighting, Nancy, uh, Nancy Stretchface Armstrong, she, uh, I got to sh- play a video for you. I got to play a video for you because it's funny to watch her fumble and mumble and stumble and not know what she's talking about and not make sense, much like Joey Applesauce. And the reason why we show this again, folks, is just to educate the public. These people have no idea what they are talking about. This is her gaslighting, saying Republicans, now that they're trying to ban abortion, they're also going to ban books, they're going to ban your rights, they're going to ban breathing, they're going to ban everything in the world that, uh, that, that you love, apparently. This is... Queen regardless of background or zip code and we offer hope to the american people who treasure our freedoms and who are overwhelmingly with us in our mission to defend them what do republicans have in store next you can't travel to buy a book <laughs> you can't travel to see a, a concert or a play if they doesn't meet their shall we say <sighs> come on I don't even use the word standards. They're what? Today we must pass this legislation for a second time. We first passed this bill last September after Texas severely restricted the ability of women to access reproductive care with ASPS. So there you go. Uh, I could smell the vodka through the screen. Literally. I'm not kidding you. I could smell the expensive elite spirits uh, coming through the screen as she spoke. I think she sweats vodka, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, there's the occasional uh, by Republicans, not Republicans, it's Republicans because the dentures will fall out. It's the Republicans. <laughs> Standards, I didn't call it that. Uh, like and you see, don't tell. <laughs> it's funny to watch her melt down. It's funny to watch her melt like uh, like expensive ice cream on a very hot day with no air conditioning uh, because you relied on wind turbines for all of your energy in Texas. I digress. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, what she was blabbering about and what uh, she was spitting about was the House passing a bill to, quote, protect interstate travel for abortions and, quote, codify abortion protections. Basically, they want to ignore the Supreme Court Supreme Court doesn't matter, ladies and gentlemen, right? Keep killing babies legal. The Supreme Court doesn't matter, right? So we're going to try to codify it. We're going to try to go around the Supreme Court, you know, because of, uh, uh, you know, threat to democracy and all that that they talk about. But anyway, 
Today, the House of Representatives on, uh, passed a bill to protect interstate travel for abortions in a 223 to 205 vote. House Bill, uh, House Resolution 8297 would ensure access to Abortion Act of 2022 by a vote, like I said, of 223 to 205. Driving the news, the House lawmakers also passed a bill that codifies abortion protections that used to be guaranteed by Roe and federal law. That law had already passed the House in 2021, but failed in the Senate, which it probably will do again. The big picture. Without Roe, states have the authority to regulate abortions at any point during pregnancy. Several states have already moved to ban or heavily restrict access to the procedure. Blue states have enacted protections in anticipation that red states will enact laws prohibiting their residents to travel elsewhere to get an abortion. And by the way, the blue states don't give a rat's you-know-what about the baby, the mother, or what they like to call the clump of cells. They only care the fact that the red states are going to restrict abortions and blue states numbnuts are going to run, or red states uh, numbnuts that are blue are going to run to blue states and have abortions and they're going to look at that as revenue. That is what these blue states are, are expanding their abortion rights for is because they look at it as revenue. They, are well, they want red states to, uh, to ban abortions because the more people that, that, that flock to blue states to get them, it is revenue. Folks, the details, the Ensuring Access to Abortion Act introduced by Representative Lizzie Fitcher, Fisher, uh, Fletcher, excuse me, Democrat of Texas, looks to prohibit states from interfering with Americans' interest, uh, excuse me, interstate travel to access abortion care. The bill sets protections to health providers who perform an abortion on out-of-state patients. Remember, I told you the Biden administration was going to start pulling Medicare to these, uh, to these doctors and these hospitals, okay? The Women's Health Protection Act passed in a 219-210 vote, even though they don't know what a woman is, authored by Representative Judy Chu, Democrat of California, prohibits states from banning abortion before viability. It also bars them from requiring a a patient to make medically unnecessary in-person visits before getting the procedure. Senate Republicans blocked a bill to protect interstate travel for abortion on Thursday. The Democrats need at least 10 Republican senators to pass the House bill on abortion. Manchin and Sinema have both stated they will not nuke the filibuster, so the Democrats are pretty much S-O-L, and I'm sure all of you know what that means. Long story short, folks, we need, we absolutely need the Republicans to stand firm on this. So again, just like I told you, informing and educating the public. Tell your Republican friends, people who want to save babies, that they are going to need to reach out to their senators and say, no, 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 if you have a Republican senator. It needs to happen. No, no, no. Because I'll tell you what, the Senate rhinos and the uniparty rhinos are working with the Democrats overtime. And this is one area where we will not budge. Remember, folks, the entire uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade meant that God put his focus back on the United States of America and blessed America again. That overall is the most important. So call your senators because rhino senators are working with Democrats, unfortunately, to basically prevent Americans from challenging elections in the future. Now, they told you that they had no right to do so, right? The Democrats just got done telling you for months that they had no right. Mike Pence had no right. Nobody had any right to stop or challenge the election. And Donald Trump made a very, very, very important and very obvious statement that should have woke a lot of people up. If we didn't have the right, then why are you trying to pass laws to stop it? It's a very good question, Donald Trump. If we never had the right to challenge or overturn the fraudulent slate of electors, then why are you working diligently to pass laws to stop it? Senate rhinos who were never America first are working with the Democrats and Democrat-connected nonprofits to change existing election laws that will basically prevent Americans from being able to challenge U.S. elections. President Trump warned about this, which I just explained. 
The senators have agreed on a series of provisions to reform the Electoral Count Act, a move aimed at clarifying the role of the vice president and Congress in confirming the winner of a presidential election in the wake of January 6th. The working group finalizing legislation and expects to release text as early as next week. Action, 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 folks. Time to get mad. Time to get mad. We're very close. We've got a few technical issues that we need to iron out. And I am hopeful that we will have a bill early next week. You know who said that? Senator Rhino Susan Collins of Maine, that scumbag. She told reporters that Wednesday. She also said that's one of the issues that we're deciding, whether it's better to introduce more than one bill or just do one bill. So, folks, you need to call your rhino Republicans and say no on the uh, on 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 limiting the Americans ability to it's our country. It's not the government's country. It doesn't belong to them. If we the people say jump, you say how high, period. So you got to make sure that they are that they hear your opinion on that very loud by the way very not illegal don't say anything illegal and don't threaten them very loud and as well on the abortion issue too we have to stand firm and we have to make sure that these rhino republicans listen to what we say at all costs folks we're going to take another commercial break this is the last commercial break so don't worry we'll be right back with more live from America right after this stay tuned All right, folks, again, I want to let you know that we, uh, Andy Kaufman, if you are watching, $1,000 was released to you today. We sent it out. It probably won't go out until tomorrow because we sent it out late. But yes, sir, you are going to be able to get your dentures. And, and again, we were only going to send 500 but I looked at my wife and I said, what's that going to do? What's that going to do? 500 isn't what he needs. He needs 1000 to get his dentures. And we've already helped... Um, One of our other LFA family members get dentures as well. We know how important it is to smile as an American. We know how important it is to eat. And we know how important it is to make sure that you feel secure in who you are. So, uh, Andy, we love you. And uh, you were were right there. You were persistent. And uh, God answered your prayers. And uh, I, I just thank God that he did that today. And, and, and thank you for working through Life from America to make that happen. And uh, that's, that's the power of the people right there, folks. That's the power of the people. And I want to say thank you right now to Donnie C. I want to say thank you to 43 Gators, Voter USA, Clee Sully for the $300 as well, OzFan, OzFan again, and OzFan again for the donations. What a big help that is to replenish the Slurp Fund, okay? When we come back, you're going to love this that last video, folks, so stay tuned. Here we go. All right, folks, we're back here on Live from America, and we're going to end today with a smile on your face, okay? We're going to end with a smile on your face. Now, the Democrats out there, they don't want minorities like people with black skin and brown skin to have rights. That's why they're taking them away and blaming them on Republicans. They don't even want people with black skin and brown skin to own guns. Remember that comment that you heard not too long ago uh, by The View? I, th- I believe it was Whoopi Goldberg, or no, it was uh, Joyless Behar, when she said, when black people start getting guns, that's when they'll start outlawing them. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Many, many millions of Americans own guns, black, brown, white, green. It doesn't matter what color you are. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you why we need to protect at all costs. And I will say this again. You can take it how you want. At all costs, we need to protect our God-given right to keep and bear arms, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to show you why right here. And yes, this happens to be a man with black skin, skin, Democrats. I know you hate it. I know you run into the closet to grab your your white hood that you keep away for special events. But ladies and gentlemen, this is why we need to fight to keep the Second Amendment alive. Says he grabbed his gun and scared the group of men off. What he didn't expect is gunfire was exchanged. This all was caught on surveillance cameras. Fox 5 reporter Eric Perry is live outside the home in Clayton County. So Eric, what happened? Yeah, Tom, Christine, honestly, what happened, that group of men picked the wrong house cold to try to burglarize here. You can see the evidence on this BMW from that shootout just riddled with gunfire. That man said he just wanted to make sure his wife was protected. I don't want to die at home. I survived Afghanistan and everything else and to die at home in my own yard, 
The goal for Whitfield Smith was to protect his family and home early Monday morning when he noticed a group of men on his ring camera. I'm noticing uh, a, a young man running from my neighbor's yard across my front lawn into the middle of the street to meet up with two other gentlemen. One of the men made a near fatal decision. Sprints of my driveway. I can see on camera that he's hunched down wearing a gray hoodie and he's got some kind of firearm in his hand. He reaches to try to get into my BMW that's in the driveway. The door's locked. Grab my rifle, head outside. With flip-flops, pajama pants, and no shirt, America. this veteran went to war to protect his wife who was hiding inside. Boom, 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 boom. There was one gentleman that was on the other side of the trees, and the main protagonist was right here using my truck as a shield. At one point, he kicked off his flip-flops, races inside, puts on clothes, and comes back out. He says he didn't have time to be afraid. Only time to act. I didn't think that they'd be shooting at me and I'd be hearing bullets whiz past me. This father fears he would have been dead if it wasn't for his BMW to shield the nearly two dozen bullets. They said, Mr. Smith, you're very brave. You're very brave. You're very crazy, you're very stupid, but you're very brave. You're dang right he's very brave. You want to know why? Because he's a red, white, and blue-blooded American who fought for this country, and he'll be darned if he's going to let his wife or anybody else in his family be harmed because of these crazy, crazy, crazy people out here trying to do us harm. Ladies and gentlemen, what a great thing that was to see, huh? In flip-flops, he was in flip-flops, no shirt, Running out there protecting his family. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a man. That is a man, and we want to say God bless that man. And all I have to say is there's an old saying. There's an old saying that we all know, and I'll just give you the uh, acronym. It's called FAFO. It's called FAFO, and I'll let you figure that out. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon will formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday morning. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Help out in any way you can. I love you guys. God bless. Have a great weekend. Peace. Peace.